everyone, welcome back to another episode of Delicate Database. And yes, welcome back. <laughs> I have received a couple of emails of people wondering if I'm still doing the podcast, and I appreciate the check in, guys. But yes, I am back, and I'm very sorry for the unexpected delay. I'm going to blame the holiday period because I guess I just got caught up with spending time with family, and then work started again, and then I just got really super busy. But we're back, no more excuses. Um, 2022 is a year of consistency for me so we're going to be consistent from this episode onwards and also happy new year everyone I don't know if it's still appropriate to say happy new year on the 16th of January but happy new year everyone I hope you all had a lovely holiday period as well um and can I also just say as well thank you to everyone that reached out to just let me know what they thought about the previous episodes um I feel like I might have addressed this in one of the other episodes but yeah I really appreciate people message me to let me know what they thought about it what they didn't understand what I could have made clearer it is yeah it's just super helpful and it lets me know what I can improve on in the future and how to make these episodes more understanding and enjoyable for you all so on to today's episode which you can already see by the title is about machine learning algorithms and I'm aware that Aaron has covered a bit of this already um, I know he did an episode on Random Forest, but this is this episode is going to be different and it's going to cover additional topics as well. So let's get started. Um, so before we get super technical, um, you know I like to try and explain the basics first. So let's talk about what is what really is machine learning. And I don't want to simplify the definition too much, but I'm probably I probably am going to. So it is essentially how where machines or computers have the ability to learn so they can learn without being explicitly programmed and that's essentially machine learning and I think it's being utilized more and more throughout the world and this can range from automating like monotonous tasks to providing like insightful insights that doesn't make insightful insights yep that makes sense so for example machine learning algorithms can assist computers in making personal recommendations on like Amazon or Netflix I'm sure you've probably seen this if you have an account with them and I've also actually been hurt I've actually heard it's being used in the healthcare industry for patient planning I believe um but yeah these algorithms have become wiser and more personable well that's made that is the aim of some of these machine learning algorithms anyway so for example let's take TikTok um I think everyone must have heard of TikTok Uh, which is an app like Instagram or Snapchat, but it just shows videos. Um, But yeah, I believe they also use, I'm pretty sure they do use machine learning. So every time you may like or interact with a video of a specific topic or a specific genre, the app will quickly learn that this is what you like to see and then show you those videos. So I guess that, yeah, that's a very simplified explanation of machine learning. But yeah, machines are essentially learning how to do things on their own but yeah let's move on before I end up telling you all about my TikTok algorithm which I'm pretty sure nobody wants to hear about um so yeah machine learning is all about training the algorithms and these algorithms I believed I believe are classified into maybe three or four types although some will say two and I can't remember the other two off the top of my head it's literally just slipped my mind but they're supervised and unsupervised and 
I will try and talk about all of them, but I also know I want to try and keep these episodes short so it's easy to understand and digest. So maybe we're just going to talk about supervised today. So supervised learning, let's start with this. So supervised learning is a method of developing AI artificial intelligence where a computer algorithm is trained it's trained on a specific it's trained on specific data for a specific output. So the model essentially is trained until it recognizes underlying like patterns or correlations between what is fed in, so like the input data to the output labels. So the algorithm learns from labeled training data to predict outcomes for unknown data. Okay, I feel like that might have been a very convoluted explanation. So let me break it down into how it works. So for example, okay, I need to go to Sainsbury's tomorrow after work. So we're going to use a Sainsbury's example, which is my local um, convenience store. It's my local shopping center. I know I have a lot of American listeners, so Sainsbury's is like Walmart. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, I want to train a machine learning model to help me predict how long it's going to take me to go from my house to Sainsbury's or Sainsbury's back home. So the first thing you'd start off with in supervised learning is creating a set of labeled data. So for this example in particular, this data is going to include weather conditions, time of day, um, events happening on in my area. Yeah, that's it for now. And those three things I've mentioned are my inputs. And the output of what I want the machine learning model to produce is the amount of time it takes me to drive back home on a specific day. So obviously I know that if I leave my house after the local school in the area has just finished, it's going to take me at least 15 to 20 minutes to get to Sainsbury's or get to Sainsbury's back home. And it's usually like a five minute drive. But the machine obviously doesn't know this and it needs data and statistics. So I would um, give the machine learning model the inputs that I mentioned earlier, and that would be the training data set. So based on this training set, this training data set, the machine might eventually see that there's a correlation, a direct relationship between leaving Sainsbury's when school has closed and the time it takes for me to get home. Okay, but then we would need to check the model's output against the correct output. So I am feeding this information and hoping it can give me a correct answer. But obviously I'm gonna need to check it because it is not, it's probably not gonna get it right the first time. Um, And you just keep on doing this until it gets closer to the known outputs from the training data. So I would keep on um, correcting the output until it tells me that it's gonna take me 15 to 20 minutes to get home if I leave at 3.30 on a Wednesday. Okay, I hope that made sense. So the objective of the model of this supervised learning is obviously to get the right answer. So if, for example, this model of how long is it gonna take me to get to Sainsbury's is deployed, it would need to predict things it was not trained on because it'll be making predictions based on what it did see during training, but it's also going to need to make make predictions based on what it didn't see. But you can keep on making adjustments to the model until it starts making the correct predictions. I feel like I've said predictions way too many times in the past, like two minutes. But 
so for example i have trained the model that when it rains it's going to take me 20 minutes okay i have fed the information it's given me the output and it's got the correct output so it knows that when it rains it's taking 20 minutes i have also trained the model that if there's an accident so for example um there's been a car crash unfortunately or there's roadworks it is i've trained the model that it's going to take 15 minutes so i have fed that i fed that information to the model and it's given me the correct output of 15 minutes i hope that makes sense so if it's raining and there's an accident or there's roadworks and school has finished all of those three together that would be unseen or unlabeled data the machine hasn't seen this information before but what i would need the machine to do i would need it to come up with an accurate prediction or output but i would also monitor it as well that's the supervised part of supervised learning so i'd hope it come up with an answer that says it's going to take you about 25 minutes considering everything or it's going to take you 35 minutes considering everything and if it's not correct i'll go back I'll check the model's output against the correct output and I will try and get it closer to the known outputs from the training data so just try and do it again essentially. Obviously it's a bit more complicated than that but I'm trying to break it down so I hope that made sense and I hope I didn't just confuse you with my example of going to the shops and uh, yeah, of using the machine learning model to go to the shops. But essentially what I'm trying to say is supervised learning, you're monitoring the model. You are ensuring that it's coming up with the correct predictions. And if it's not, you're making adjustments until it starts making the correct predictions. I feel like I could have said that in about two minutes. <laughs> but yeah, that's essentially supervised learning. And it is over time so (laughs) next week we can talk about unsupervised learning which is pretty much the opposite but i do hope this episode was clear again please do let me know if it wasn't or if you'd like me to cover it again in a bit more detail or use more technical examples and not sainsbury's let me know but as like a a summary (laughs) of today's episode the term supervised supervised machine learning essentially i always use the word essentially i'm trying to cut down on that but essentially refers to the fact that some of this method requires human monitoring it requires supervision where you would need to provide the model with correctly labeled training data um which obviously is going to be a really intensive process it's not going to be as easy as just telling it it's going to rain and it's going to take 20 minutes if it rains to get to sainsbury's but it is also really useful i guess for um, businesses that want to forecast trends in for example consumer spending habits or to predict the housing market is where supervised machine learning can come in handy but yeah this has always been a tough topic for me to get my head around um and i really hope i was able to explain it in a clear way again let me know if i didn't like i always say shoot me an email i believe my email address and my twitter handle should be in this episode's description but the email address is timmycode54 at gmail.com and message me on twitter um to let me know what you thought it's delicate underscore data so yeah again apologies before we end apologies for the unexpected delay of almost a month of no episode i think i'm gonna treat you guys this is my present to you all in the new year i'm gonna get two episodes out this week yep i've said it so i've got to commit now um so yeah in the next episode 
we're going to look at the opposite like I said which is unsupervised learning delving more into into some more examples and the fundamental differences between them both but that's all for now let me not continue rambling thank you so much for listening goodbye and until next time